Welcome viewers and listeners to episode 201. Doesn't have the same resonance as 101 with the Dalmatians, I guess. Of the Nerd Stravaganza podcast, where this week we're happy to celebrate Super Tuesday. Tuesday, even though it's Wednesday and we missed the big American political Super Tuesday. Uh, but no matter, we have a great Super Tuesday themed episode for you this fine this fine Wednesday night. <laughs> uh, before we get to that, I will remind our listeners to check us out on iTunes. We demand your delegates. Delegates? Is that what you get? Yeah, you get if you're running for president, you get delegates, right? For the primary, yeah, we need delegates in the form of stars. Yeah, yeah. No, unless you have super delegates, which count as like fifty stars or something. <laughs> That's a comment. <laughs> yes. Uh, so let's see. With that said, <laughs> um, I think we should probably kick things off in our usual nerd extravaganza style with our weekly geekly geekly weekly update. Who went first last week? Cam, was it you? Was it Brian? Brian went first, but we got a introduce ourselves first i think right oh by the way i'm tom i'm brian and i'm cam and a little loosey-goosey with the format as i <laughs> still have not made the transition to video <laughs> very smoothly <laughs> uh but now with that said i think we can probably let cam go first with his weekly geekly geekly weekly update cam what have you been up to that's cam who I didn't introduce. Sorry. I'm here. Um, did the Ren Fair this weekend, ah. which was pretty fun. Uh, took the companion there. It was her first Ren Fair ever in her whole life. So that was pretty cool. She she enjoyed it thoroughly. She had no idea what to expect. And she was ooing and eyeing the whole time we were there. Uh, you know, checked out all the standards. Uh, the um, the archery, the trebuchet, they, it was actually cool. One of her, her, her friends came and the guy actually after the show let her like pull the cord to launch a, you know, big stone boulder into the lake uh, cool. on the trebuchet, which is pretty cool. Um, for those who aren't French inclined, uh, trebuchet is just a fancy word for a catapult. And uh, yeah. I think <laughs> I don't know. I might be don't wrong. don't but, say that within. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Different sorry, firing sorry, mechanism. Brian. Yeah. Well. <laughs> whatever. Think, think about a a catapult, and that is similar to a trebuchet. How about that? Sure. Um, yeah. So she her friend got to shoot the trebuchet. That was awesome. Uh, the archery exhibit, as always, was cool. We um, had. Uh, couple of big turkey legs which was nice um i don't know how authentic to the time period they were but you know they hit the spot um and more uh, authentic than arepas yeah i got, got, got a nice picture of the arepa stand uh, which for those who don't know about south florida or arepas it's a corn corn patty i guess <laughs> uh two corn patties with, with mozzarella cheese they're actually really good tasting but uh i know they were nowhere near the renaissance era or they may have been, but maybe in South America. Um, so those were there on display. They had lots of good stuff, lots of food, lots of drinks. Had uh, met up with a bunch of friends there. They had their, you know, mead and all that good stuff ready to go. Checked out the vendors. Have you guys, either of you guys gone yet? Yeah. Twice, actually. Twice. 
Is it just me or is it like super expensive this year or more expensive than normal? I, I don't know. I feel like they jacked the prices like crazy. It's it's weird to me because I think they did exactly what they needed to do to be like super successful. Entrance is cheaper than it's been in, in like five years, but everything inside is fucking nuts. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to going to Disney, you know, I'm a... And you know, Tom, you and I probably are, more expensive than Disney. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Disney is like cheap compared to that. Like it was, I think, 25 bucks for us to get in. I was an idiot. I didn't go to Walgreens. Apparently, if you went to Walgreens, 17. Like, yeah, dummy there. But that, that was my fault. That had nothing to do with the rent fare. But then once you once we got in, it was like legitimately like uh, I, I we saw this little mug or something that someone had for sale, and I don't even know if it was like maybe they made it themselves or whatever. But it was like 75 dollars. It was like for a ceramic mug, like maybe you can get me for 25, 35. If you sit there and you tell me, <laughs> oh, I made this with my hands and you know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm willing to pay for fine craftsmanship or even just craftsmanship from an independent person rather than Walmart or Target, you know, but $75 for something that was like smaller than like, I mean, this is like a 32 ounce thing or whatever, but like. It was like a maybe like a twenty four ounce mug that I was just looking at to oh maybe I'll drink coffee or tea out of it you know and, and it, it wasn't just that place it was every vendor I went to oh these earrings yeah uh, eighty five dollars how about this necklace for you know it was ridiculous they were they were all super expensive. There's a, a really nice like wood hut and he sells you know like rings that are like hollowed wood and mm-hmm. flagons and all that kind of stuff but there was. A placemat made out of like wood, (laughs) like kind of like, you know, squared wood sewn together. A placemat was $35. Oh my God. So for $140, you can have three people over for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. (sighs) I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I'm not knocking the rent for it. We had a great time and, and it was, it was awesome. It's just, I mean, I don't understand how you can buy anything there without like, breaking the bank i mean it was just every place we went to and the food too i mean it was like okay so i know for sure at disney turkey legs are like 687 or something like last time i remember i paid like six dollars and change for a turkey leg out at outrageously expensive disney at, at disney right it was ten dollars ten dollars and not only ten dollars but ten dollars cash most of these places didn't even accept a, a card and who carries cash anymore you know i mean i'd say like 70% of the places had like, a, you know, you could use square or whatever, but most of the places cash only, or not most, but a lot of places cash only and outrageous. So for my companion and I, 20 bucks for two turkey legs, and then you want to drink? Okay. That's, you know, a soda, five bucks for a bottle of soda, like a 20 ounce plastic bottle of soda. Speaking of Walgreens. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. I, I could I couldn't believe the prices they were charging. I mean, you know, we paid it because it's an experience and you have fun and you're supporting local whatever. That's fine. I don't care. But God, man, supporting local transients. Yeah, I was shocked at the prices. And and then it's like it's funny because like people are coming up and they're like, "All right, I'll, I'll, I want a turkey leg." And then like the guy's like, "Okay, here's three turkey legs, uh, thirty bucks." All right, here's my card. Sorry, we don't take a card. Uh, but you see uh. that uh, ATM right over there to the side. And there's like a one ATM in the whole place and there's like 60 people in line for the ATM. What was the surcharge on the ATM to get your, your I don't know. I, I, I had brought cash, just randomly had cash in my wallet for like once in my life. 
And uh, it's because I actually had come back from New York and I had cash with me when I was away. Um, but like, it's just, I was just saw this poor slubs like, oh, they had to give back their turkey legs, go stand in line and then come back. It was, it was crazy. But all that aside, good time at the Red Fair. Good. Oh, and then the guy had the nerve to like hit up, hit us, hit me up for a tip, right? So I always tip. I tip everywhere I go. But just at that one time, I only had a 20. Like that's all I had. I didn't have any. Like, so I gave the guy a 20 and he's like, oh, you know what would really impress your, like, I mean, he was like putting the hard press on. He's like, you know, what will really impress the lady is if you, uh, you know, give us a, give us a tip. And he's like holding out the little basket to, for me to put cash. And I was like, dude, sorry, I don't, I don't have change, but I'll, I'll catch you on the way back, you know, which I fully would have done is when I, I knew I was going to break my, you know, larger bills later, I would have hit him on the way back. But after that, I was like, man, if you're going to like berate me, then <laughs> you're not getting shit. At least go over to the uh, tomato guy and throw tomatoes at him if you want to be berated. Yeah, exactly. At least I'm getting something for my money. Yeah, uh, I guess the strategy behind the business now is, I mean, they don't really, they're not really catering to the regular who's going to go back all season. They just want to like, you know, for somebody for whom it's a novel experience, the prices maybe aren't so shocking, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It was my girlfriend's, for, or my companion's first time and she was shocked. Shocked by the prices? Yeah. I mean, well, she's a mm. teacher too. So she's not like, she's like rolling in dough and she was just like, wow. <laughs> Ouch. You know, 20, <laughs> she, Cause I mean, she, we saw a couple things that she liked, you know, little like trinkets here and there or whatever. And we'd, like we'd go and she'd look at it and like, I'd be like, okay, do you want it fully like willing to pay the outrageous price? And she was like, no, I cannot let you pay $75 for that pair of earrings that you can get for, 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 for $5 somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, sounds like an expensive, uh, <laughs> an expensive update at least on that count yeah well luckily she's not high luckily she's not very high maintenance so it wasn't too expensive but we had it we had a good time can't put a price tag on a on a good time <laughs> she wanted to eat so that that cost uh, you <laughs> yeah yeah so we had a good time though and then uh other than that just uh you know had the uh normal adventure game store game nights played some games last night tuesday night at our our, our tuesday night event uh, went to St. Vaughn's Sunday night event sponsored by the Adventure Game Store at Landlubbers. That was great. You know, just playing board games, man. Back my first Kickstarter in a while, uh, Heart of Crown. Oh, yeah. Japanese deck building game. You mentioned that, uh, yeah. Back that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's exciting, and uh, I guess. <laughs> Not, <laughs> that's about it. Not too exciting this week. Uh, more exciting than my week, which might be depressing again but before we get to that <laughs> brian what have you been up to fairly exciting week I, I i don't play too many video games anymore but i do keep up with everything and er, just earlier today actually the new playstation plus games came out oh yeah and there's a there's a cheesy anime 80s shoot 'em up so i'm downloading that in the background as we speak that's called uh gallic z like galaxy. oh yeah i saw i saw that at pax that, that game's awesome actually it looks like a lot of fun it, i can't quite tell from the videos and the screenshots is that actually like like competitive like one-on-one or is that like just a like stage shooter i'm gonna confirm by just looking it up if it's the it's the it's the one where you have the ship that's kind of free direction right yeah yeah it's um i i think it was a cooperative type game is that the one where they gave you that like free download code I remember you told us a story about... A Actually, I think I have a free download code for Galaxy around here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, I don't know why I remembered that, but I seem to remember seeing that recently, actually. But yeah, that game, uh, totally worth playing, totally worth, uh, I, I, th- I want to say maybe it's cooperative, but it's kind of, it's kind of, I, I don't know, it channels asteroids a little bit, I think you'll find, and you transform between like mech and fighter mode. It, it's pretty cool. It looked pretty anime. I'm fairly excited oh, about yeah. that. It is. So probably one of the more exciting purchases and well, free purchases in a PlayStation plus recent memory. And at the same time, uh, the very first game that I was ever just like, "Mm, free is not worth it. Have you seen this reality fighters? (laughs) No reality fighters. (laughs) It's, it's free this month on PS4 and all that kind of stuff. And I was just looking at it. And you use the PlayStation Eye to like scan in your face and you like scream like an idiot into the mic to like record your war cry. And then it's all microtransactions, like what, what style you want to use fighting. Oh and my what God. Weapon you want to use. And it, it looks like the biggest piece of shit. Uh, I might be wrong. It might be really fun to play, but I'll never know. I'm looking at it actually. That <laughs> yikes! <laughs> wow. Okay. Reality fighters. Interesting. You don't want to be transported into a fighter. Uh. Well. No. I don't really want my face in a video game. Like. Period. And I. I don't really have like a exciting war cry. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. Like the, all of those microtransactions really bug me. Like I just don't even want to support a game that is clearly a shell for that. It's the best value in gaming now, Brian. You get to play for free and decide how much you want to spend. Or spend $120 day one to play it and, and then still get <laughs> sold things. Do you see Battlefront started doing that? No, I know there was like a big update push. Did they start uh, like doing some... You know, all the all the cards that you earn with in-game currency or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You can buy those now? Yeah, you can just buy those. It's like five bucks. Just, you know, why play the game when you can just shovel money at them? <laughs> Wow. After a $120 cost to, to play on day one, like with the uh, season pass and everything. Yeah, oh, I, I pluck. Oh, I, I'll mention that actually yeah, as part of my update. But yeah, go on. Um, okay, so and microtransactions. Well, they got to make a buck, Brian. They're, they're not in business to provide you with entertainment. They're in business to extract money yeah. from your wallet, like the RenFest. <laughs> yes, much like the RenFest. And, and lastly, I have another visual. I never know how well these come out. I am working on a Poe Dameron X-Wing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because I, I don't know why. They, they don't sell the most iconic, coolest looking X-Wing in the new movie at all for X-Wing miniature game. Can't buy that. Maybe they're holding it back for something, you know? Maybe it's like... Maybe, yeah. Hopefully he'll be like a, a rebel ace later on or whatever, but ah, it, it, what a weird choice. Yeah. It'll be really popular. Let's wait months to sell it. They should make it like a, you know, limited edition. Like you can only win it like in a X-Wing tournament or something. You know what I mean? If they were smart, these, these companies, I, they miss all these opportunities. I, I don't understand why they don't. Just listen to me. <laughs> you should. You should become a consultant, Cam. I should. I really should. I mean, you've got the you've got the uh, business and legal chops, and you're into the industry now. You could be like a very valuable consultant. 
the world, I mean, just the world in general would be a much better place if everyone just listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. About myself. Yeah. Shockingly. <laughs> Anything else, Brian? That, that was my week, man. Brings it around to me. Um, ugh. I hate to say that I've been working and crazy busy, but I have, but I've made some time for doing such things as purchasing the season pass for, for battlefront. That's yeah. That's on its way. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, I no, it may have been since last week. I tried the WWE 2k 16 game. Have you ever played a wrestling game? Not since like Puma or whatever. Yeah. Like Starman and like, okay. <laughs> so I haven't played a WWE game probably ever. And I haven't played a wrestling game since like pro wrestling on the NES. So I'm thinking, Oh, I'm going to go in and just beat this guy up. And, but there's a learning curve and there's a skills building curve and there's a leveling up curve. I didn't like, uh, count on. So I picked this guy called Seth Rollins right out of the gate with this game. And I take on John Cena and I know you guys know who John Cena is. Even if you're not a wrestler, he's the, the big bulky. Yeah. Well, he proceeds to just keep kicking the crap out of me. And I, you know, he's one of those guys you love to hate. Cause he's like such a super you know, baby face. Can't do wrong hero. And I, over and over, I'm getting wrecked and he's doing his annoying signature moves on me. And it's just, it, I went into a nerd rage. Like I, could, I had to stop. <laughs> I, I talked to Nick uh, of Turbo Ether fame, formerly actually on this show, as we all know. And uh, he actually got me the game for Christmas. I'm like, man, this is unplayable. And then we talked about it later. He's like, no, no, there's a, there's a learning curve and you can't go out of the gate and take on John Cena right away. <laughs> you can't just take on John Cena. You got to start you can't. with, you know, yeah. the bums. He, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Start with the Brooklyn brawler. Yeah. He, he, uh, <laughs> he never gives up, but I, I, I asked if you guys have played them. Cause I'm curious if you would even tolerate the play style. It's a lot of like quick time and mini games. Like there's a grappling mini game where you have to move the stick a certain way. And then there's a lot of quick time stuff for countering and dodging. I'm going to wait and see if I can get good at it, but it doesn't strike me as a very fun way to play a game. Those games hack me off, man. To, I, I, like, it's very similar in to like, like even nowadays with like the PvP, like uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Street Fighter, the like even like FIFA, NBA 2K, all those games. Now it's no longer just like, okay, you know, a little semicircle and A, and you're gonna do an Hadouken, you know, it's, I mean, you've got to do like 50 different little combos plus, you know, hit three buttons and do a, you know, a curve to the left and then, you know, he'll throw a punch. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like how, I don't even know how to explain what, what, what's the proper vocabulary, like the dexterity needed just to play those games. Like even at a mediocre level is crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. On the other hand, I, I am excited and I'm planning on picking up Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter, I haven't really lost my core abilities at. I wouldn't say I'm good, but I can get in and win 30% of my matches, even not having played in a while. Um, so I feel like I've kind of got that down. Whereas this this is a whole new species of, of play with these wrestling games. And uh, I, it's something I need to see if I can get the hang of before I judge it. I, quick time events are usually not my bag, but... People love these wrestling games, so maybe maybe I just don't know yet. Old school Street Fighter, old school Mortal Kombat. I could I could play any character. I knew every single combo. I knew every single move, like down cold. If you put me in front of one of those now, I would be lost. Like I, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't win a single match. I think you'd be surprised. You know the basics. You know to block. You know when to jump. 
you know, you versus somebody who's never played, you'd be surprised. It's like riding a bike, a, a much more expensive uh, <laughs> bike. Yeah. Uh, actually, compared to how much Street Fighter 2 costs on the Super NES, this might be cheaper. Wasn't that game like $90 in 1991 or something? I don't even remember. I think <laughs> I made my parents buy it for me, so I don't remember. I believe it was, right, Brian? And, and it, it, it boasted being the first 16 megabit cartridge or whatever. Like, Yeah, yeah. You were actually buying like expensive RAM chips and everything in it. Yeah. So it had a reason to be expensive, yeah. It was a pretty impressive game, kind though. <laughs> it, it was impressive. It was the best-looking thing on the Super NES at the time. Like, First I was, time, for sure. My mind was blown by how good it looked. It, it, it looked reasonably close to the arcade, which, unless you had a Neo Geo at the time, was like impressive. I love going back and looking at like the old games. I, I threw in, um, I think it was like Call of Duty 1. Like the other oh, day, like how, I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here, man? This is hilarious." How did I play it's this? Like, it's almost like comical. How it's like almost comical how bad it is. But like at the time, you were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Well, that's you're going to reach a point with the you know the stuff you're playing now is going to look like utter dog crap. Yeah, that's true. It's incremental progress now. You don't get the leaps and bounds difference like I think we got as kids, right? From eight bit to sixteen bit and so on. Right. Um, but the next thing you know, you look back to generations and you're like, why did I pay for this? Yeah. <laughs> well, eventually it's just going to be the the whole, the, the, it's just going to be the paradigm shift, right? It's just not even going to be, it's, it's not even going to be what we even, or, or, you know, what we even envision nowadays. Gaming's going to leave us behind, man. Minecraft's the future. <laughs> God, help us all then. <laughs> that's it for me. That's, that's all the news I got. Keeping busy playing some video games. Oh, and studying, uh, brushing up on my algorithms which uh, was actually one of my favorite topics in school. And I'm happy to be revisiting pretty, pretty fun. Sweet. Yeah. Interesting to me, <laughs> if not you guys. Uh, oh, along the lines of programming though, Brian, I found an old floppy disk with a Mac program you sent me when you were in college and I was away in the military. Um, Jesus. I don't know if you have anything with a floppy drive, but uh, yeah. I don't think so. Certainly not Mac. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it would run anymore, being like the old standard or whatever. But uh, anyway, something for a museum. I threw away all my old floppies and kept that. And that's it. That's that's all I got. Uh, sort of halting piece together update, <laughs> but uh, there it is. Hopefully next week. I'm planning on doing a lot of fun stuff this week, so I'll report back next week. Sweet. Oh, saw Deadpool. I did see Deadpool. Oh, I yeah. did too. Yep, I did too. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that movie. I wasn't like dying laughter, but it was very witty. It kept me smiling the whole movie. And uh, I thought it was very well done. So good job. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be originally, but I didn't think it was as good as people are saying it is. But either way. Uh, people were losing their minds. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. I, I like the nod to his <laughs> to the Green Lantern crap. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't make the suit green. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I mean, even like he even killed himself. He's like, I, you think uh, Ryan Reynolds gets by on his acting <laughs> method? <laughs> that was, that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Anyway, good movie in Deadpool. And now that is really it for my update, which brings us around to, I want to figure out how to make an N for those sake with my hands for the sake of the video audience we'll but throw nevertheless up, throw up gang signs yeah <laughs> the uh news extravaganza cam lay some news on us man what's the news 
let's segue right into video games since that's what we were talking about. Um, Nintendo XX um, is what we've talked about that a few, you know, several times on the podcast. It seems that um, as we have thought uh, it is going to be released um, in time for the holidays of this year. Um, but the big news this week is that they're 99% sure that it is going to launch with a new Zelda game. Yes. So Finally. that's, that's going to be like, the big thing is it's going to be a new Zelda game. It's some like, it's so funny how they get like leaks these days. I guess some guy posted um, online. He must be like, I don't know, some kind of like accountant or auditor or whatever. The way he figured this out is he like saw their marketing budget and he's, he's claiming that he saw their internal marketing budget and the marketing budget r- refers to the, you know, marketing dollars that they're putting into the new NX and then, they have a bunch of money earmarked to this uh, to promote this new Zelda game. So hmm. that's how they're surmising that the game is going to come out with the, with the console. It's nothing with crossbows, is it? No, no uh, I think it might be actually. I, I, the picture that they put in the news story that I saw is not a crossbow, but it is a bow and arrow that uh, Link is holding. It, it couldn't possibly be the long-rumored Wii U Zelda game. You think that they're... There's rumor that they're going to launch the Wii U version and this one at the same time. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says they're they're going to launch it at the same time. Um, so, which is not uh, unheard of for them. They, I think they did that with Twilight Princess. They, they did, they did, and and t- to my regret, I didn't buy the GameCube version, which is now worth a mint, and did not involve <laughs> using the stupid w- waggle controllers. Oh man, yeah. So, I mean, look, they're giving the people what they want. I can't can't hack them for that. I mean, just. It's going to come down to whether or not the console is worth buying and whether or it not is. the game is any good. Day one. So, Day one. See. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of nothing worth buying, um, Kanye West, uh, he hmm. made a stir a few weeks ago, I guess, because he was getting all up in arms that his new album was leaked onto Pirate Bay and people were illegally downloading it. Um so, you know, he always puts his foot in his mouth and, you know, I, I really don't care for the guy, but he, he did it again uh, this week. Apparently he tweeted out a photo and I don't know how to, uh, and I, I, and maybe my nerd card should be taken away, but Sufjan Stevens, who is that guy? S-U-F-J-A-N Stevens. Wait, Someone? I've heard, I've heard that name. Sufjan Stevens. Um, it's a, apparently he was watching a video by that guy on YouTube. And so he tweeted a screen, like he tweeted a picture that he took of, uh, of like, a, I don't know if it was an actual screenshot or he just he took a picture on his phone, but either way, he tweeted a, a shot of the, the, the browser window and, um, in the browser window are tabs showing that he's been on pirate Bay. And not only has <laughs> he, not only has he been on pirate Bay, but he's been illegally downloading synthesizer software, you know, cause he's a, he's a producer for, he was a producer before he was a rapper. And so, so he's been downloading this uh, XFE serum software, uh, which is uh, been put out by XFER records, who is, I guess, owned by dead which is a, is an artist that I'm sure people yep. know about. Um, and uh, so he was killing everyone, you know, Oh, you're stealing my album and you know, I'm going to sue and this and that getting all upset. Um, yet he's on there 
illegal, apparently illegally downloading. Uh, I, I don't know if he was for sure, but it just seems from his browser shot that he has been on Pirate Bay getting uh, unreal software himself a rich rapper well he claims he's 53 million dollars in debt so the 200 dollars price tag for this synthesizer software is probably too much for him isn't he uh this is kanye west right yes isn't he married to the uh, girl with the big butt uh yes uh kim kardashian yeah kardashian yeah it's i mean they're in Uh, debt 53 million yeah he he claims that he, he he's in debt fifty three million, which is I mean okay, well that's your fault. No, it's no one else's fault. He's because he he's trying to make his vision of a he he sees himself as some like not only as a genius in music and all this other stuff, but he thinks he's some amazing fashion designer. So he has been going around for years crying that the fashion industry has put up all these walls against him so that he can't get his, you know, his designs in front of the masses. So he put up his own money to have like a bunch of, you know, New York fashion shows, fashion week, all that stuff. And now he's claiming uh, that the, the man has conspired against him and put him $53 million in debt because no one gives a shit about his shitty clothing. Maybe his clothes suck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, maybe if you would have sold a few, you know, pairs of jeans, you wouldn't be 53 million in debt, but clearly no one wants to buy your shit. Brian, can you name a single Kanye West song? No. The only thing I know about Kanye West is he claims his favorite video game is blazing lasers. Uh, no, (laughs) no, Too, too too far out of the realm of possibilities for you, Tom. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not buying it. Nope. <laughs> Speaking of blazing lasers, um, uh, apparently the Japanese, who are the kings of everything, uh, technology, of course, um, have taken a big leap forward in the smart glass technology realm. Um, you know, we all saw that video of Google Glass two years ago. Where you know apparently you know we they told us that the world was going to be changed with this technology and it all turned out to be a big crock of shit um, and they're back to the drawing board on Google Glass. Well, apparently uh, this company in uh, Osaka, Japan, uh, has come up with a pretty amazing uh, solution to the smart glass technology. Um, they did it first because they're trying to help people who can't see and can't like focus. They have eye issues. Mm. Um, it, they actually have a, and it's, it's, it's actually not that bad looking. If you look at the photo, it, it just looks like a pair of sort of like Oakley sunglasses that sort of wrap around your, so it's nothing near the Oculus Rift where it's like this big, you know, old lady walking, you know, wraps in the mall, like thing that goes in your <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah. It's like just, you know, small little pair of thin glasses that you wear and it projects these images right on your like cornea, like right on your eyeball. And apparently it's the company's called QD laser. Uh, and it's supposedly pretty amazing in terms of augmented reality. Uh, and so look for them, QD laser. I, I think if anyone's going to come out with something pretty amazing, uh, it's going to be these guys. Um, once they get all the bugs worked out and they can get it down to, because I mean, let's be honest here. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not interested in wearing any big bulky headgear. Once they get it to the point where I can just pop in some like contact lens type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Once they, once they do that, then, I mean, that technology is going to be crazy, but you know, I I don't even want to wear the dog, the bounty hunter sunglasses, you know, (laughs) it's just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. Get it to where I can just pop in some, 
you know, some contact lenses, call me, I'll write a check immediately, you know, but you know, either way they're on the way. It seems like, I don't know what you guys think, but you know, maybe what, 10 years, you think we're maybe five, 10 years off for contact style for, or for, for viable, viable augmented reality. eyewear. wear 10, 10, years off. Yeah. Maybe five, 10, maybe five. I'm kind of crossing my fingers for five. Yeah. I mean, maybe five for like glasses like you're wearing, Brian. Maybe, maybe. Which I probably still would buy as well. I mean, I'm, you know, being a little outrageous, but like, you know, I I don't think it's really going to be like a real technology to me anyway, until you could just, or not even, not even pop something in your eye or you just go like get LASIK and they just like slap them on your eyeballs. Yeah. And you're just like, that's it. It's done. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, speaking of future technology, Google's self-driving car had a little bit of a scrape with a bus this week. I don't know if you guys saw that. <sighs> I heard, I heard. It, it hit a bus. It sideswiped it at 15 miles an hour. Google is, for their part, is actually taking responsibility. They're saying, listen, it, you know, it, 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 we bear responsibility in this. Um, the driver, they, I thought these cars were just like autonomous. They just went by themselves, but apparently there's a driver in each one of them. Yeah, yeah. The car is self-driving, but like just there's a dude just sitting in there i guess they they just put in there for safety i guess and he was saying look it's not our fault it was the bus's fault the bus should have slowed down the the car was doing what it was supposed to do but then a google spokesperson came out and said listen you know whatever it's you know it's our self-driving car you know you know it it eased out into traffic um it should have you know to avoid an obstruction but you know in doing that it did hit the bus so you know it's, it's our fault but um it's not anything that you have to worry about so i did a little digging and I don't know how many how many self driving cars do you think are on on the road right now? now? Yeah. Five thousand. Uh, yeah, uh, hundreds. I, I, don't, I don't have the answer. I'm just asking you. I didn't find that answer, but but I mean, there have been at least thirteen other collisions involving self driving cars. So I want to know how many of these vehicles are on the road, like as compared to the ratio of accidents that have already happened. Because if right, because it's fifteen, right, that's not too good. Exactly. If there's like one car and there's already been like fifteen incidents or whatever, then clearly there's some issues. But I mean, if if there is five thousand, then I guess fourteen incidents isn't that big of a deal. But still, like as a ratio to compared to you know regular cars, I wonder what that you know what that looks like. I'd be curious to see like if if some. Well, one of your one of your brethren, Cam, an accident attorney, let's say, not yeah. not that that's your particular line of work, but um, somebody who's really really sharp, uh, if they were asked to find fault in all these, whether the fault would be the, the humans involved in the accident, the other vehicles, or the self driving car, I know where my bias would <laughs> tend to t- tend to land me, which is with the humans causing the accidents. But well, no, listen, if I I would come out of retirement uh, if somebody came to me and said, Hey, listen, I got hit by a self-driving car because now you're taking the fault entirely away from the driver, which is typically the insured. And you're putting the, that fault completely on Google, who is a fucking gold mine. If you're talking about like a lawsuit. So, cause you know, they're going to pay and, the, and you know that they, their pockets are endless. So now, you, now, yeah. yeah. But, but what if they've got, you know, 400,000 of these things on the road and they're, you know, limitlessly liable for all of them? You know, the, Google doesn't have limitless money to spend, that, right? That's see that that's the that's the issue is is like Google uh, I, and I, I'll do a little research on this. I, I want to see like 
what there because uh, there has to have been a lawsuit at some point against one of these self-driving cars. If there's been 14 incidents of them striking something, there has to have been lawsuits. So I'm wondering if Google has put their attorneys just on notice that listen, we can't lose any of these lawsuits. <laughs> like you have to go and just win these lawsuits and you know and basically put the blame on something other than Google as a company. Um, because I, I I don't see that like I, I can't see how they would like avoid that liability though. Could the state of California, and again, I don't have no idea how any of this works. The state of California can't grant you like uh, immunity from from liability because you're like an experimental company bettering the economy or something, can they? Oh, no, they absolutely can. I mean, they, they, huh. they can't. They can do that. I, I, I don't think they have, or I, I think that would have been bigger news. But like they do that with like hospitals all the time. Like in Florida here, especially, I mean, it's probably boring to the listeners, but what, I mean, if, if you're a state like run hospital or state affiliated hospital, the most you can get as a lawsuit against one of those hospitals, no matter what these hospitals do is $100,000. Whoa. So you kill somebody. And I, and I actually had this happen. I had a client or a family uh, come in and say, look, you know, our family member was in this hospital and, and I, I'm not exaggerating because I mean, like I, you know, whatever, I, I don't have a dog in the fight anymore, but like, they, the, the hospital killed this woman. They literally killed her and no one would take the case. I couldn't take the case. Uh, no, I couldn't refer to anyone because the highest you could get was a hundred thousand dollars from them. Wow. And you, there is a process where you can go to the legislature and request that that limit be like thrown away. But that like the legislature has basically already made the decision that we're not doing it. Like, you know, so it's, it, you know, it would take you years and years and years to try to get something done. And even if you did, like, you know, they're going to say no. So, wow. yeah, I mean, the, wow. the states, the states, you know, and even the federal, you know, maybe even the federal government could come in and say, look, this is such a boon to society that we have to protect these companies that are doing it. But even that, I think they probably would have like a carve out where like, okay, as long as they're doing X, Y, and Z, they're protected. If not, you know, if it's just some crazy, you know, they, they do something on purpose and they hurt someone, then, you know, they can get sued. Could could they have um, something akin to like, I mean, I don't want to get into all the horrible <laughs> insurance stuff, but right. uh, with that hospital situation, is it a $100,000 more or less guaranteed payout or you have to fight to get that? 100, no, you still got to fight for that. And, oh my God. Okay. And, and, and here's the thing. The hospitals know that like, no one, like in these kind of cases, the problem is those cases are so expensive to put on that it's going to cost you more than a hundred thousand dollars to put on that, to, to, to try that case. Yeah. So yeah. the hospitals are basically like, all right, fuck off, sue us, you know, take us to court. You we're, not even, spend- we're, we're not even going to settle for the hundred thousand. We're going to make you spend the hundred thousand or more on a lawsuit. And, and wow. because they know that no lawyers will take that case. Cause cause you have to prove that they killed the person like, and that right. that's costly, all that investigation. So now imagine you're trying to prove that, uh, you know, Google Maps broke in the car or something. Right. Uh, you know, and then you have to like look through <laughs> volumes of computer logs. I mean, wh- that would get costly too, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta hire experts and those guys are, you know, those guys and girls aren't cheap. They, you know, you gotta spend thousands and thousands of dollars for them to go look at the data and then thousands and thousands of dollars to fly them to a, a trial for them to sit there and tell the judge and the jury that, yeah, you know, this piece of code right here was what screwed it up and caused it to go haywire and flip over and, uh, what if, know. and I know, you know, I'm, I'm as an attorney, you're limited in, to what degree you can go into business with somebody, but what if I was your go-to 
forensics expert on these systems. <laughs> I made my my life to learn them. Oh, there <laughs> will be people that do that for sure. Okay. 100%. And they will be like, you know, the expert witnesses that people call for those types of cases. Problem is once those people get involved. They're in. Well, they're known. They beca- they get a reputation. So then when you're in front of a jury, the uh, opposition comes and says, well, how many cases have you been an expert witness on? 153? How many times have you been a witness for the defense? 153 times? Clearly you're biased for the defense, you know? So it's it's all it's all bullshit. And then if you want to add a bigger layer on top of this, these Google cars are not cars that are manufactured by Google, as far as I understand. Right. They're like Toyotas or whatever they are, yep. Prius or whatever it is, and just Google has put their technology integrated in with it. That's correct. So now how do you prove it was not Toyota's fault? Or it wasn't the tire company's fault, or you know, wow. is it Google's fault? You know, is it the air condition company's fault because they caused a short circuit that didn't work well with the Google technology? You know what I mean? So, good luck. That's Tell gonna get to- <laughs> yeah. That's gonna get tangled. So all I gotta say is thank God I'm retired. <laughs> Listen, I, would, I mean, I wouldn't want to deal with it. If you can get me 153 expert witness gigs, <laughs> we can talk. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'll be your agent maybe on that. Yeah. <laughs> Finder's fee. I'll get you, you know, but, uh, but yeah, so that's Google car. So that's 14 and counting. Hopefully they're, you know, they'll, they'll work out those kinks before. Yeah. Office. They'll be fine. Those, that's yeah. the future, man. That's the future. <laughs> yeah. It is. You're going to, you're going to call and just have your car come pick you up and take you to the airport. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's gonna be terrific. One of the first things I did see about this accident was it's pretty much agreed on that if both vehicles had been self-driving, this would not have happened. Yep. <laughs> I rest, yeah. yep. Well, that's yep. the other thing too, is that once they become ubiquitous, then it's like they're all self-driving. So there's just going to have to be some sort of laws written or some kind of, you know, they're going to just going to have to establish like what the, what the rules are. And then that's life's going to be awesome with these. So just for, imagine Uber, but a self-driving car uh, of the style that you prefer comes and gets you wherever. You don't have to worry about a car. Wherever you are, we got you covered. Yeah. You're a luxury customer. We're not coming to pick you up at a Toyota. Here comes a, you know, here Uber comes X. a BMW. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you are, you just dial up a car. It comes and gets you. Perfect. You know, it, it, it comes and it, you know, it picks you up in the morning. Your Starbucks is inside waiting for you. Like, oh, it's, it's going to be great. People are going to love it. Absolutely love it. And, you know, you kill a few people along the way. No big deal. As long as you got your Starbucks, right? That's right. You're probably still killing less people than human drivers. Well, that's, that's what true. That, that's what I was saying initially. Like I, I'd, I'd rather computers control it all. They just be, you know, you go down the interstate and the the people weaving in and out of traffic like they're in the Fast and the Furious. You're not Vin Diesel, asshole. S- slow down. Like you're not getting anywhere. The self-driving car yeah. won't do that. Well, here's the other thing too: is that like it might actually there might be a benefit in that the Google car will have such a wealth of information as to what happened. It, you know, because when, you know, when people get in accidents, he said, she said, Oh, he turned left. No, he didn't, you know, and it's left to a human officer at the scene to document what happened. Then it's up to the lawyers, more humans to press what happened. Then it's up to a judge or a jury to say, you know, take all this information figure out, all right, well, this person did turn left or they didn't and witness testimony. And that's, you know, unreliable and all, it's all unreliable sources of hearsay and, 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 you know, perception of what happened. Whereas if you have the Google car and there's a camera and, or a readout of what exactly happened at what exact time and what, you know, might, 
might actually solve the problem might solve itself. I mean, you, you never know. Eventually there, we're going to get to the point where the self-driving, the, the person driving their own car is just going to be like by default, the guilty party. You're like, what are you driving? <laughs> You're a human being controlling a car. How reckless. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll be excited to see, uh, you know, some me too. Legal, That's cool. Legal, uh, decisions come down. Uh, the final thing, which I just thought was actually kind of funny is that, um, business cards, uh, you know, you think about these business cards, these little pieces of paper and, you know, you just hand them out to everyone. They're becoming more and more functional these days. Um, a company called mobile ECG has actually come up with a business card that is a heart monitor. You just press your thumbs to it. You guys remember those things where you'd press your thumb and it'd like turn a color and it would like tell you like, yeah. Sort of, like, sort of like a mood ring, but it was like sort of like almost like a diagnostic device. And yeah. I, I remember even back in the day in, in like 70s and not 70s, but 80s, having like those like uh, te- thermometers. Te- yeah, the thermometers that you put on your head and it would like the colors would like light up or whatever. Well, this thing is actually super cool. It's this, it's like a credit card. So it's not like as thin as a, as a business card, but it's, it's like a plastic credit card that they use as business cards. And you put your thumbs on them and it monitors your heart. It has a little readout right on it that shows your heart rate and like gives you your pulse, shows you, you know, shows you the little valleys and peaks or whatever of your heart. And, uh, you know, I guess it's good to have if you're like having a panic attack or, you know, some kind of heart stress or whatever. I mean, they're using it obviously as like a marketing ploy, but I, I, I like the story just because it's like pretty amazing, like what they can do now with like just a whatever, like a three by three inch piece of plastic. And you can have a heart diagnostic device, basically. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, I um, technology's leaving us behind. I don't know what else to say. I just feel like I can't keep up. What what will they come up with next? Well, I, I was thinking like that. I mean, now if we, going back to the Google Car thing, I mean, they probably will have sensors in the car that if you're starting to have like heart trouble, oh, I'm just going to drive you to the hospital. You know what I mean? Like, or if like, you know, you don't have to drive. That's the whole thing is when, you know, they say, oh, if you're having trouble, pull over and call 911. They don't want you driving because you might run someone over. But if you're in a car that's already moving, why would you call an ambulance? You know what I mean? Just like if it senses that or you're, you're in trouble or you tell it like Google, I need not, you know, I need to go to the hospital and just take you there. Yeah. And, you know, no, and, I wa- and I wonder. Siri, I'm ODing. Yeah. Well, and I wonder if. At that point, maybe those Google cars, because they are autonomous, they'll yield, and, and they, yeah, they can like pop up a like a, a, a like little whirly thing, and just people and, have to get out of the way. Other cars, other auto, uh, automated cars will get out of your way and right. clear the we'll, lane for we'll you. Go to move exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happens now, where people just sit there and don't do? You shit. can't take the human element out of driving fast enough for me. I hate driving. I hate other people driving around me. I hate <laughs> the whole concept of driving, and. It's because there's people and it, I, it's, it's the idiots that stop. It's the idiots don't get out of the way of, of ambulances and so on. But it more, more, it's the people that they literally think they're a race car driver and they're we- weaving in and out to get to the next light and you pull up next to them, next to them in the, at the end anyway. And it just, right. I, 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 I glare at them. I just glare at them and shake my head. Like I sound like an old man. I know, but that's how I've been that way since I was 18. The first time I got behind a wheel, the luster wore off after like one trip. And I've hated it since. I'm the same. I, I have a lead foot, but I'm not like a weaver. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just, I just want to get in the lane and just go. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to like be fast and furious or anything like that. And oh, just 
while we're doing news, Florida finally passed the fucking law where if you're in the left-hand lane, if you're going slow, they're going to give you a ticket. Oh, really? You have to get the fuck out of the way. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. $120 minimum ticket. They can get, they can go higher. Now, is that prevailing flow of traffic or hard and fast speed limit on that? Do you know? Um, I believe prevailing it's flow yeah, prevailing yeah, flow. Like if you're, if you're clearly holding up the flow of traffic, it doesn't matter if you're going over the speed limit, they'll, they can give you a ticket, I believe. Good. You'll probably get two. Yeah. But thank God, because those campers that just hang out in the left-hand lane and then like, they look at you like you're an asshole because you go around them. You're like, that's what causes accidents. Yeah. 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 They're, you know, or they act in sense. And you, you know, I do, you do the courtesy. Wow. We're really getting off on a tangent, but yeah. you go up behind them and you do like, you know, you're going along and they're putting along. So you do the little flash, you know, with your light. Eh, they, it's like, they're you're not even shit. there. They're not yeah. moving. Uh, that's the, I'll admit to this one somewhat aggressive thing. When I have to pass on the right to get around one of those jerks, I'm a little less than courteous about giving them a lot of clearance when I zig back in in front yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and most people are. That's why that's what causes the accidents is people yeah. are trying so hard to get the fuck around them is that they cause accidents all around them and they're just sitting there like idiots. Oh, uh, see, and in the future of the aut- autonomous car, if somebody tries to make their car go slow, the car will actually just like jettison them from the vehicle into a pit. <laughs> I would pay for that. Slow down. I, I, I want to go would, below the speed limit. I, yes, I would pay extra to have that option. Me too. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, that, that that ends my news. I know we got a little off topic, but I, uh, I just like, want to. I felt passionate about those. Me too. I just want to talk about self driving cars now. It's like, <laughs> it, it's like the it's going to be like the the sequel to the bad first version of cars uh, that yeah. we've had since the beginning of cars. Oh, uh, that was yeah. that was my, that was my way of trying to segue. <laughs> yeah, and, and then don't yeah, and then don't even get us started on fossil fuels. Right? Uh, okay. <laughs> speaking of sequels and speaking of fossil fuels. Yeah. The latest thing that I heard, there was a show on today. Some people think global warming is either made up or we don't contribute. Okay. One undeniable thing that's re- that's resulting from burning of coal, a particular fossil fuel, is that like, you know how like all those big predator fish are full of mercury now? So you have to limit your intake of salmon and tuna. Right. They're, it's like coming from these coal burning power plants. I'd like to see somebody deny that. Well, you know, we don't really know that mercury is bad for you. Yes, we do. Mercury is terrible for you. Yeah. What well, do they think that like people are just breaking their thermometers and pouring them down the drain? Like, I mean, where's the where is this mercury coming from? For for years, like my my dad used to work. Uh, he was a butcher. Then he moved to a, he worked at a fish and poultry market. He's like, you got to limit your intake of that fish. It's got a lot of mercury. And I'm like, well, where's the mercury coming from? He's like, nobody knows. Well, according to this program, we know, and we're it's the damn coal burning plant. So one more reason to get off coal, even if you think global warming was just made up. Like if you just hold coal in your hand, you realize you know it's dirty. Like you know right. it's causing right. fucking problems. I mean, it just makes your hands black. Like it causes ridiculous smoke. Like I mean, it can't be good for anything. It's it's the rock cycles turd, really, is what it is. I mean, yeah. it just it's it's disgusting, and you know it. Yeah, Same at a glance, oil. I mean, you put your stick your finger in oil, and what's going to happen? I mean, it's 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 disgusting. It's you cannot look at it and think that there's anything healthy, right? With petroleum, you know. Like, but who who doesn't like wind and the sun? I mean, those right. are nice things that everybody yeah. likes. Oh God, yeah, we could go off for another hour on that. I mean, <sighs> but we won't. We won't. We won't. These the, stay, the, stay on task. The self-driving uh, alternative fueled future being the sequel to the current 
transportation predicament we find ourselves in is nevertheless a good segue. Awesome segue. Into what our next president. Uh, don't get me started on who that's looking like it's going to be. Whoever they may be. <sighs> Commandant Trump. I don't want to get political, but like it's Trump or somebody who's. I guess not as bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And uh, yeah, we're not supposed to be a political show, but regardless of who's in office, yeah, let's get some good out of them. Let's get some good out of them. Let's make them do our bidding. Let's go to change.gov or whatever it is, or whitehouse.gov or wherever it is you put the, the frivolous petitions in and they're like forced to answer them. Right. And we'll request sequels to... Anything we want, video games, movies, books, what have you. Uh, hence the episode Super Tuesday, right? We are going to demand of our new president sequels. And I, I know Trump can get it done because it's going to be terrific and he can make the deals. So, yes. yes, it's going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, look, look, the bl- uh, he doesn't even understand like the nuance of language. The blacks love me. You can't say the blacks. Nobody says the blacks. You can't say uh, actually, that. Actually, Actually, Tom, I think, and I, I can't even believe I'm defending Donald oh Trump. Oh my God. I, I, I think you can say the blacks now. You can? Because, yes, because it, it's, it, it's, there was a trend, there has been a trend away from the like slash American thing. Like, oh, okay. You okay. know, African American, blah, 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 blah. Because they're saying, well, look, I'm not an African American. I'm just an I'm American. Black. Why are you calling me? Like, okay. You know, whatever. So I believe that people of that color are, are identifying as black. Okay, but you would just say, like, in modern parlance, you would just say black people. Like, I don't think, when you're saying the blacks. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, it's almost <laughs> right. like the, the Japs. Or, yeah, 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 the Jews. Like, you, yeah. you put the and the people, and, like, I'm expecting the next thing out of your mouth not to be pleasant. Right, right, yeah. I think the the is what, yeah, causes the problem. Right, right. I, uh, if you just said blacks love me, Jews love me, Christians love me, whatever, okay, fine. Right. Would you say, it's a the. The blacks, the Jews, the Irish. Yeah, yeah. then you're like, it's almost like you're like, it doesn't, what is it like? A, what do they call that? A microaggression? It's like you're sort of like separating them with the, as typically, opposed to just <laughs> typically you know. the ethnic group is followed by a macroaggression. Like you're about yeah. to just let a torrent of something loose. So. Anyway, it doesn't uh, seem to be affecting Trump. He he's running wild, and so crazy. Assuming that he's in good with the whomever controls the levers of media and and making new stuff. The Illuminati. Uh, the Illuminati. Okay, the Illuminatis. I love them. They love me. Yeah, the, the reptilians love me, and I love them. They're wonderful people. Uh, he or Hillary, whomever becomes the president, uh, let, let, let's come up with what we want to petition them to make a sequel to. So I thought we would just do a, we'd do a round-based thing. And uh, Brian, I'll let you go first. So you get to petition President Clinton or Trump or Long shot, maybe Sanders or Cruz or the Republican Party's a shit show right now. So Trump, yeah, yeah. just go. Okay. Uh, he, this I, I don't even I, I I'm not a huge fan of this movie, but I think it would be perfect. It's it's like time for a sequel. Who wants to see Primary Colors too? What was Primary Colors? Primary Colors one. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. that that poli- political? Wasn't it like, like a political movie? It was a spoof on Bill Clinton. Oh, okay. But that does make sense. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't, th- I, I think Trump might go for that and even fund it. I'm not sure you'd get Clinton to, to well, then again, she might have an ax to grind with her husband still. So yeah, she could rewrite history. Oh, wait, I primary colors. What happened? It was a John Travolta, wasn't it? 
It wasn't the one where the president like raps or something at the end is it? or something. Really <laughs> no, no, that no was... but I definitely want to see that movie, whatever it is. <laughs> that was Bullworth. Bullworth, yes. Oh my god, Bullworth was one of one of the uh, Baldwin guys was the president, and he's like rapping and like <laughs> it, it was so bad. It was so bad because he was. They were trying to show it as look how hip this guy is. He went off the reservation and now he's like one of the blacks essentially. But he was just doing this awful caricature of like. Like right, right, Brian was that more or less it? He yeah. was trying to like fit in with black people. Oh god, it was bad. It, it was cringeworthy. Um, I think it was Warren Beatty actually. It wasn't one of the bald ones. <laughs> oh god. Wow. Bullworth. Primary colors: John Travolta, Emma Thompson, Kathy Bates, Billy Bob Thornton. This is some pretty big stars in that movie. I'm surprised you've never seen I, it. I mean, I knew what, it, what you were talking about, but I just, I've never seen it. For sure. And, it's and I've not, seen like every movie, so it's it is and it, it's not White Man's Burden, right? Where they I think that also had Travolta in it. That was where basically the United States had been founded by black people and white people were in the, you know, the historically oppressed position of black people. And I think John Travolta was in that too. Uh, another movie I've heard of that I've never seen. Uh, yeah, that, that one was actually pretty good. That one was, that was, that was, that made you think. That's actually a pretty good premise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So primary colors too. We will uh, petition. We'll send that one across to president Trump. I don't think you'll get a lot of traction from Hillary. Who knows? Cam, you got one? Shocking. Yeah. Um, I want to see, and we talked about this before. Uh, I want to see a sequel to Enemy Mine. Oh, all right. Lou Gossett. Is he the still Lou, around? The Lou Gossett Jr. movie. Yeah. You know why? And I even thought about him because I watched the stupid Oscars on Sunday night. They had the Oscars on uh, during the game night at Landlubbers. And he came out and had some weird like speech or whatever. But because, uh, of course, like the Black Lives Matter thing, you know, the Oscars are getting canned for, you know, getting shit oh, yeah. for all the, all the, you know, so they trotted like every black person that they could find out. Um, so, um, so, but I, I think, I think he should, uh, I think he should come back and make an Enemy Mind sequel. I'd welcome that actually. Who, who is, it was Luke Gossett Jr. Or was the lizard guy and who was the, wasn't um, one of the Quades? I think so. Yeah. Was the like good, the, the good Quade, not, not the, not crazy, not, Randy. Not crazy, Quaid. Yeah, I think it was uh, Dennis. Yeah, it was. That movie was good, man. And it, I remember he made like some noise, like or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like a sound. Yeah. And he looked sort of like uh, that. The the it, it looked almost exactly like. Uh, and I think they probably stole this from that movie. Um, you remember that Star Trek: The Next Generation episode where it was like. Darmok and Jalad at Oh Tanagra. yes, like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like exactly that. Oh god, I, that's the the lines from that episode are like on the tip of my tongue now. Like <laughs> I watched that like two hours ago. Temba, like, his arms wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his arms wide. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Darmok and Jalad on the ocean. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't watch it two hours ago. I swear, <laughs> but I remember like every single one of those. Like. Were they were they out of communication with the Enterprise? Like they couldn't just run that guy's gibberish past the computer and make heads or tails. For, weren't they like the, they the, were out of communication range, right? Yeah, the other the he, the other guy's like ship was like stopping everything. Like it was, oh, I believe, or there's something they couldn't so they, get through. They were the, forcing the interaction. They were forcing the cultural exchange, and that's right. And there was a monster. Yes. And the monster. Was, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. The beast at Tanaka. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. It was Dennis Quaid who was in Enemy Mind, by the way. Just look that up real quick. What, did, what was the thing he said somebody sees was the final, th- you know, once he... Oh, his eye, with, his, with, with eyes unveiled. With eyes yeah. unveiled. There yes. you go. Yes. 
God, Next Generation was so good. <laughs> that actually, okay, there we go. You just gave me mine. <laughs> okay. I want a new Star Trek series, which is basically a sequel to Next Generation. I mean, bring the original cast back. I'm fine with it. Let's just do Next Generation, Next Next Generation. I demand it. <laughs> I demand a new TNG. Uh, I mean, Voyager was fine. D Space uh, Nine was fine. Was fine. Even Enterprise. 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 I thought was awesome. People is underrated, but you know. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. Uh, you know. Yeah. I thought. I thought it was. Well, what of it I saw was pretty good. But nothing, and it may have been my age, but I think most people agreed. Like, really, nothing tops Next Generation unless you're a fan of the original series. True. Some people prefer that, but yeah, yeah, it's either original or Next Generation. That's yeah, you're top, never going to hear anybody. Yeah, for sure, nobody's going to be like, "Oh, Deep Space Nine was uh, that 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 trade negotiation episode? Oh, wonderful!" No, <laughs> no, nobody's holding those over the uh, those other shows. It could be a few in a future relative to the rebooted Star Trek movies. If they wanted to, that could be fine. But I would like it to be a next gen, like next gen was what? 23rd century. So either do a direct sequel to next generation or like go even centuries further into the future. Um, But no, no, don't next generation two, TNG two. Well, do you remember the last episode? Was it, was it, was it a Wesley episode where he like turned into like one of those travelers? I, I know like towards the oh, end, yeah. towards the end, they started doing that where he like was becoming like one with the universe and could travel like just by thought and shit like that. I don't even remember what happened in the last episode. It's been so long. I don't even know if I remember. That wasn't the last one, but yeah, Wesley basically joined the force. Oh God. And, and went off with the, uh, went off with the, the, the traveler. Yeah, the right? That was his yeah. name. But the last episode was when Picard was jumping back and forth in time and and all of that. Do you remember their vision of the future? What was it? I don't even... Riker was in command of like, you know, like the 1701, was it in? Sure. Or something sure, like that? Sure. Like, and dude, that ship looked cool as hell. Oh, had, okay. Yes. I, this, it had like a, the rail yes. gun down the center yes. of it. And, and he was just like, oh, we need to get there kind of soon. Let's just do Mach 13 or, or Warp, Warp 13. 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it out there. That's right. There you go. So you've got a perfect jumping off point to TNG two. It's funny that I want it so bad, but I can't even recite all the episodes by memory. I need to. <laughs> no, you know, what's funny is that they, they, I don't know if you remember this episode, but they did one where it was like, speaking of fossil fuels or whatever, it was like where the warp signatures using warp was causing so, all these space like, disruptions. Yeah. Where like yes, yes. things were getting destroyed or whatever. And so like, Oh, like, you know, it was a clear like bridge to like, we need to stop using fossil fuels or like whatever. So I don't know how they got around that, but I guess they would have they to fixed figure it. that out. But, yeah. They came up with, they came up with like basically a way to fix the ozone layer or clean, something by the clean end. Burning yeah. warp. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a repair. I think I think they had like repair nanites or something that would just clean up behind him or some. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought like this is gonna suck. They're gonna be at impulse power all the time. Yeah, you're gonna just get there very, very slowly. Oh man! Like old Data is gonna be the only one making it to your destination. The rest of you're gonna <laughs> age out Dead. and die. That's right. Yeah. I remember that one. Oh man! But yeah, that that would be an awesome. That would be awesome. The sequel to the Next Generation. Nice, nice. I'm glad. I'm sure that. Uh, well, I, I think either Clinton or Trump would go for that one. Bill's got to do something while Hillary's running the country, right? Well, I mean, I'm sure he, I, I'm sure I know what he's doing, but she, she, I, don't, I don't want to picture it. She's got to keep him busy watching TV or you know what he gets up to. So. Yeah. That old Billy boy. Does Levinsky, uh, how's she looking these days? Do you think there's any, that's a threat anymore? Oh, she wasn't looking good in the first place, so. Very disappointed. As a president, yeah. I was expecting. Yeah, you, you need know, to get a little higher, uh, 
we're we're being incredibly sexist right now, but that's all right. Well, <laughs> I don't know that that's sexist. I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're a super accomplished person and you're going to cheat, you, you don't downgrade. You true. You go for a you know who is like a hot model of the day. Uh, Cindy Crawford. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You run around with somebody like that. That would have been fine. But Lewinsky, I was just like, hmm, you don't risk your marriage for her. <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? That's you're only as faithful as your options. <laughs> Sadly, God, that's all. That's all the presidency gets you. All right, that is. That, I'm bordering on sex. Sorry, that's that's enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton's going to be in bed with like. Uh, oh, I'm sure she's banged like every dude like on Capitol Hill too. I mean, that, that would be sexist for us to think that she wasn't doing it when you know I'm sure she could too. You know, what well, well, if she get if her cab if a lot of her pages and runners are like just attractive like you know recent graduates from college who are in good shape, we'll know what's going on. We'll know that she's yeah. getting her revenge on Bill. It's okay that you went to like, like Valdosta State University. It's all right. We're going to pick you over this guy from Harvard. Cause, uh, right, right, I, right. You're eye candy. Something about you. Something about you. You're plucky. I'm going to give you a shot. So I wear I wear a suit jacket. I wear a tie up top, but shorts on the bottom. That, that's a very bizarre. <laughs> I'm the president. You do what I say. Exactly. You dropped your pen. <laughs> all right, Brian, you got another one? Uh, the Wraith. I'm I'm envisioning like corporate '80s and and corporate Trump like like reconnecting with that like me generation, and the Wraith is one of those just perfectly '80s movies that that I loved as a kid. You're talking you're talking about the Charlie Sheen one, right? Yeah, yeah Charlie yeah, Sheen yeah, yeah, yeah. gets killed like racing Dead Man's Curve and comes back as like a haunting ghost. Let me look up who's in that. I know he was in there. Let me look up who. Else Holy crap! I just oh. looked it up too to make sure. I, <laughs> oh my god! The other yeah, the crazy Quaid is in that one. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. The Wraith too. Wraith of Sheen. <laughs> Wraith of Sheen. <laughs> Featured song "Smoking in the Boys' Room." Who doesn't want to hear that song again? <laughs> Oh man, it's got a twenty-seven percent Rotten Tomatoes rating. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But Charlie awesome. Sheen needs the work, doesn't he? He's, he's he has some crazy uh, treatments for his HIV infection or something. Yeah, that are, I'm sure are expensive. That? Have you seen that guy? That was that guy was like legitimized on uh, what's that guy? Late Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh. what the fuck? I would. So I know Bill Maher. I like for the most part, but he's. He's an anti-vaccine guy, which I find a little meh. But yeah. yeah, for him, he brought that guy on for a long time. It was like a fifteen minute, ten minute interview. Like he was on for a while. This guy is claiming to have been able to suppress or or even was it suppress or cure AIDS with? He's uh, saying he's curing it with with like goats enzyme milk enzymes or whatever. From from what was it from a region and the goats are exposed or something? It's something I forgot how it came to be, but yeah, this goat milk had something in it that destroyed or suppressed HIV. And he actually posted a video online of him injecting himself with Charlie Sheen's blood. Yes. Holy shit. So to his point, evidently this guy did post in a medical journal and it was published and it was peer reviewed. Or I I think I'm paraphrasing based on what I saw in the episode, but he had traction and then his work was just buried by by the establishment, yeah. yeah by the right. establishment. I mean, I can't accept a world that where people act that 
badly. <laughs> like they, they were able to suppress a simple cure to a dread disease to just keep you alive with these horrible drug cocktails. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but wow. Yeah, it exists. Yeah. Well, this guy evidently, uh, when Charlie Sheen was so spry and doing so well, it was according to him, it was when he was under his treatment. So, uh, well, but now, I mean, I think subsequently though, Sheen has come out and said, well, look, no, I mean, my, sh- my levels of HIV have come back. Like since I did that treatment with that guy and like, I'm oh, back, okay. I think he's okay. back on the regular drugs now. The reason Sheen. Okay. The reason she, at first I thought it was outrageous because he was sleeping with what, whoever his latest partner or partners are without protection and the reason he said he could get away with that is because his HIV levels in his blood were so low as to be undetectable. Right. And I thought, well, that's outrageous. But it turns out if you have like undetectable, like super suppressed HIV, you can't really transmit it, which I guess makes sense because there's nothing to transmit. But still, I mean, that's still pretty. Uh, like, I mean, it's one thing if you tell that person and they understand, you know, but the risk is not zero. The risk of is never zero of anything, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, but I guess they made an informed decision because I think also he was treating the partners with a preventative medicine. So they were taking all these precautions. I mean, that's a lot to not use a condom. (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, you know, actually that someone for the first time ever, uh, I forget what the name, valve something or whatever, um, that drug for the first time ever this week, I saw another news story. I was going through the other news. Um, Someone contracted HIV while on that prophylactic oh, no. medication yeah but it was like I, I guess there is already a strain out there that is resistant to that to that drug okay so he contract it just was his bad luck that he had sex with someone who had that resistant strain and so basically it, it didn't the drug didn't work so i mean the doctors are all saying look this is still a good drug i mean 99.99 percent of the time you're going to be fine if you take it but if you come across someone with that strain you're going to get it and i mean that's just basic evolution you know there's going to be a they don't you know, mutate can't catch everything yeah and it would yeah it didn't mutate like it was already resistant it wasn't like it mutated because he was on the drug it just was already oh okay so it's not like bacteria mutating to fight the drug it just this configuration of the virus just happened to be immune to the drug right based and, on some okay and then you know astronomically he had sex with someone who had hiv and then had that exact strain and then okay it was just meant to be yeah i mean he's got it well but they can still hopefully do the therapeutic drugs oh yeah you to, can still do, yeah most people i mean these days i believe hiv 90 95 99 you know whatever percent is just a now it's like a chronic disease it's not you you live a normal life well a normal life expectancy as long as you adhere to the drug protocols i hope we get cancer to that point that's all i'm saying yeah still don't want it but fuck you know i mean no no i'd rather not have (laughs) hiv or cancer but it would be good to know that if i got either there'd be some options yeah there'd be some options besides you know die horribly in a few years so uh, wow, we're we're getting into some dark and interesting tangents. I know, this show. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's all doom and gloom today. So, uh, Cam, you got another? Did did you already say your other sequel, or was that? No, no, I'll, okay. uh, I'll stay on the dark trend. Um, I want to see a sequel to The Sixth Sense. Ooh, okay, all right. I fucking love that movie, man. I mean, M. Night, does M. Night Shyamalan... Do we still have to, like, warn people about <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll, always, but, like... <laughs> it's, like, 12 years later. Yeah, I fucking... I mean, the M. Night Shyamalan in his prime with Bruce Willis. I mean, that was that was a fucking good movie, man. I really like that movie. And, uh, I, I mean, it made, like, 700 million bucks or something like that. I don't know why they wouldn't, like, 
you know, bring, I mean, bring all that back. Hasn't he lost his. Oh, he's definitely fallen out of Hollywood favor because the, some of the stinkers he's made since then have been, you know, pretty bad, but um, you know, maybe that's what he needs is go back, you know, go back to basics. You go with what you know. That's one of my big rules in life. You go with what you know. Once you start deviating, that's when problems ensue. I'd like to think he could redeem himself that way. And if it's under pressure from the president, you can't really blame the guy. I mean, Trump's calling him up and being like, it's going to be terrific. You're going to make it. You're going to make this movie and I'm going to make you pay for it. I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to make the movie. I'm going to make the Mexicans pay for it. (laughs) I just feel like that's a movie Trump would watch six cents. And I feel like he would be like surprised at the end too. So Uh, my next one, I want to propose like a battle of the Alamo too, or something. Uh, Cause Trump, I think would probably back that be seeing it since he has some sort of antipathy towards uh, Mexicans, but (laughs) machete Uh, (laughs) for this time machete loses. (laughs) Machete Machete builds a wall. That's like his whole job is just to build the wall. Machete for the deportation. (laughs) I'm going to build a, I'm going to build a wall and I'm going to get machete to build it. Uh, Machete and Jess- Jessica Alba just spackling and you know, <laughs> putting yeah the, the, uh, the whole movie Trump has like famous people of Latin background building this wall and the whole movie none of them can really figure out why like yeah. why would why would anybody vote for this guy and why are we doing this to keep out other people of our broad heritage group hola just... Ricky Martin yeah you <laughs> missed a spot over there <laughs> I can't yeah. believe it either I didn't think he'd get elected and, and damned if we're not doing the work and damned if Mexico's not paying the bill amazing <laughs> that's that's the twist at the end of, of six cents it's, it's that's the twist at the end of the movie like six cents basically the the wall the wall is built machete uh, gloria estefan all, <laughs> is, i don't even i don't even know if they're like oh no she's cuban right but whatever well, well he says it broadly yeah. yeah he just got all hispanics just to like build this wall and then at the end it's like they get the bill and it's like it's marked big stamp paid by Mexican government. And everyone's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and on the other side, the, the Mexican people are like cheering. Yay. Yeah. And since it's a Trump inspired movie, they're hitting pinatas and doing yeah. all the stereotypical. Uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Even better. It's like they're on the other side of the wall and Trump's like, yeah, yeah, just, just paint the other side. And then like he closes the door and just like paper airplanes, them the bill. Like, <laughs> Like, sorry, you can't come back over and here's the bill. That's how the uh, the movie ends. Like yeah, the, fade to black. The, well, well the, the, the plane lands at someone's feet and he's like, a bill. And then Trump's like, you're fired. And then it goes to black. Oh, exactly. And they're all laughing. <laughs> oh, Trump. Uh, remember, I love Mexican people. That rapscallion. <laughs> I never met a guy. I've never seen a guy that could talk out of two sides of his mouth and not people. Like, I listen. Listen, I love Latin people. I just don't want them here. Uh. Yeah. No, it's hilarious if like you like, and I don't listen hardly to like, I don't like to listen to like political radio or watch political shows or whatever, but just randomly because it was like Super Tuesday, I was listening to one and they had like Trump, like, you know how they do it? Like if it's like, oh, this song was stolen and they play like one, you know, the song and then like the, the stolen song, they like play the Trump, like one statement. And then the very next statement, you know, oh no, I, I don't want to do that. And then, yes, I am going to do that. No, I'm not going to do this. Yes, I am going to do that. And it's like every issue. It's like not yeah. even one. It's like every issue. People, the people don't even care. Like during the debate with all the Republicans, this, this last round, when they knocked a bunch of them out, 
what are you going to do about Planned Parenthood? Listen, first of all, Planned Parenthood is really good. It provides contraception and, and you know, all these screenings and a lot of health care for women and really helps women. I'm still going to defund it. I mean, I'm going to defund it, but it's good. I don't want you to think it's bad. It's a good organization. Abortion isn't all they do, but I'm still going to defund it. Wait, we're going to so- make the money on the back end. We're going to make money on the back end. That's, a, that's right. his line. We're going to make it on. Look, think of how much we're going to make on the back end. Oh, man. We're going to have we're going we're gonna to have I love abortions. We're going to have the best abortions, terrific abortions. And Mexico is going to pay for it. Yeah. I lo- and I love I love women and, and the abortions. And then we're not we're going to we're going to make so much money on the back end on no health care for these kids that are, not you know, and then and then health care is going to pay for itself. <laughs> Promise this is the last political point I make. Yes. When he did allude to a possible policy, it was for health care and it was to break down barriers to allow insurance companies to operate across state lines, which means we'll have Comcast like entities dispensing our health care across state lines. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Oh God. This is a political show now. Yes. Yeah. We're now like the pundits. It's like John Oliver. (laughs) Can you imagine like these multi-state conglomerates, like the doctors all work for them. I'm sick. Well, sir, uh, we'll see if we can get someone out there. In 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. Between April and November, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Comcast. We'll be there sometime, you know. That's between, what I'm saying. Like, like you said, your pres- April and May, and your prescription for antiretrovirals virals will be fulfilled between yeah, sometime between June and July. Oh. It's basically like the third party sellers of Amazon. Yeah, you'll get that book. In, you'll get that book sometime <laughs> oh between God. like March 10th and like May 23rd. By the way, I'm glad you said that. I know I told you about the Darth Vader comic. Yeah. Like, if it's not sold by Amazon, like a, it's sold by Best Deals. I don't, I don't want it. I don't care how cheap it is. No thanks. I made that mistake last like two weeks ago. I ordered a game Jaipur because it's like not available anywhere else, and it was like some third party seller selling it for like seventeen dollars. Seventeen bucks, great. I only got to wait until 2018 to get it. Like, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> Should have just paid the thirty bucks and bought it from. Somebody. He's gonna he's gonna shop the thrift stores until he finds one and then send it oh, to you. Oh God! <laughs> like literally, the 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 window is like March fifteenth to April like twelfth or something. It's like, oh my God! Is when I can expect to get it. That sucks. <laughs> well, we'll see. All right, around to me, around to me. I want a sequel to. I'm a little torn here. I'm gonna go for it. I want a sequel to Baby. <laughs> Do you guys remember Secret of the Lost Legend? Yes. Baby was a... (laughs) The Secret of the Lost Legend was about a a secret island with dinosaurs on it. And the baby brontosaurus gets orphaned, I guess, when these hunters come and kill her parents or something, right? Or gets separated from a parent. Again, this is something I want, but I haven't watched it in so long. It might suck. But Baby was really... Like, I remember being really emotionally, like, drawn in by that movie about the plight of this poor little brontosaurus and it had cute little, little, little eyes. It was very cute and adorable. I, 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 I honestly have to say that I, not only have I not seen it, but I don't even remember that movie baby. I mean, I'm looking it up 1985. That would have been right in my wheelhouse of like eighties movies to watch, it, but it's like, shockingly good and shockingly good effects for like, basically like somebody in a dinosaur suit walking. Like it's not bad. Right, Brian? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was ten, so maybe <laughs> it's it, pretty horrendous. It looks literally like a uh, like a but prequel to Jurassic Park. I mean, even like the like lettering and shit on it is like looks like Jurassic Park almost. 
I'm going to send you a funny video where there's a scene from baby with the guile music from street fighter over it. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I love those videos, by the way, like mortal Kombat, like with like scorpion or something like kicking, like tripping someone when they're like running. Yes. The best. Uh, uh, sequel to baby. And okay. So that was one. And I had another alternative. If that won't float, baby might work with Hillary, but my final submission alternative is a sequel to true lies which i think trump would be all about That's a great movie yes yeah oh I, yeah but i was good as much as i want more brontosaurus in my life but, see i want it but i'm not sure if i want it because that movie was so good i kind of don't want them to ruin it <laughs> oh they could yeah they could they could knock that out of the park now now jamie lee curtis has to be like super spy too oh yeah actually that'd be killer they're filming the guy and he's going on his tirade and you see the camera, like the handy, the handheld cam go down and he's like, what? He's the guy says like, in, you know, whatever battery. Yeah. He's like, get the new one. You moron. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love the nut shot at the end. Oh, with the missile. I like when, Ar- <laughs> when Ar- Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis are tied up and like, uh, he's like translating for her. Like, she's like, what are they saying? Uh, we're badass. We're super cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, look, that movie though, when he's like wrangling or like rodeo riding the F-16. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Don't forget the fight when he takes on that really big dude and they're like smashing each other's heads through like uh, sinks and stuff. Oh, that, that movie. Oh, the horse. Don't yeah, forget the horse. He jumps chase. the horse into the, yeah, across the building. He jumps the horse into the pool. Uh, So in True Lies 2, he's going to jump the horse onto an airplane. Yeah. And the horse is going to (laughs) like... Oh, wait, no. He didn't didn't jump the horse, right? The the motorcycle went into the pool. And and the the horse horse stopped. stopped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he went flying. That's right. I forgot. (laughs) Oh, that movie was so good. And uh, who was it that played like the pervert, like car salesman guy that was going for his wife? Oh, Uh, yes. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Holy crap. Oh, man. <laughs> I like how the the best part of that movie is he's, he's like, oh, you got to get down. He like puts his face in her lap, Jamie <laughs> yeah. Curtis. Yeah, you got to get down. I can't be seen with you. <laughs> oh man, I wonder how many times that worked. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, the scene when Arnold Schwarzenegger like he's like, yeah, this chick she's married to some boring idiot, and then yeah. Art, he goes into like a dream state where he just like punches him, and, like <laughs> kills him, <laughs> kills him with one blow. Yeah. Oh man! Oh god, that's awesome. So true lies, maybe. So I've got that was my third submission and or second I submission. Feel and I feel like I that's probably in Trump's top five movie. Any top five movies anyway? Probably, probably. I don't know what that says about me, but. <laughs> oh man! Uh, you guys want to do any more? You got what you yeah, got? Want to do yeah, another round? Let's, let's do a few more. All right, all right. Uh, so back over to you, Brian. One of my favorite memories, one of my favorite movies, you guys, it'll be another one you guys have never heard of, but um, Laser Blast. Hmm. Laser Blast. With an S or a Z? S, I think. It was It was uh, just another cheesy movie I saw when I was like 10 years old or whatever about like these, they were aliens, but they looked like dinosaurs. And they like left this amazing, awesome, super death ray on earth and some like kid that was picked on found it. I feel like I've seen this movie. I don't remember anything about it, but I'm looking at the pictures <laughs> and like those ET looking guys, like look super familiar. The dinosaurs are hard to forget. Yeah. 
I feel like I've seen that movie before. At least like half of it, like like on a Saturday afternoon. You know what I mean? Or no, that's I think I have seen it on, on MST3K. Oh yes, it is actually an MST3K. Yeah, episode. I think I saw yeah, it on MST3K. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Laser blast. I I really love that movie. It had laser guns, like disgruntled teenagers and dinosaurs. It was like How perfect. can you go wrong? How can you go wrong? Wow, I don't think I've ever seen this actually. Oh dude, it's like three bucks on Amazon. You gotta you gotta watch it. All right, I'll make a point. <laughs> that looks great. <laughs> uh, what about you, Cam? You got another one? Uh, I'm gonna throw a couple out there just because, like, I feel like they're like, and I'll name the candidates. Um, I feel like, well, I feel like they all sort of relate to Trump, but uh, you know, maybe we can like uh, parse them out. Uh, I'm just gonna throw out three, and they're all pretty popular, so every you know, it, it, it won't it won't be that big of a deal. Um, so first of all, for Trump, because I feel like this is totally like a scheme that he would like hatch, um, Armageddon. <laughs> I, I feel like that would be like his. We're gonna yeah, nuke it. I feel like that would be like his plan. Like, okay, we're gonna fly up there. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be great. We're gonna fly up there. We're gonna stop. We're gonna drill. We're gonna blow it up. Everything's gonna be great. You'll love it. People are gonna love it. Like, It'll be like, terrific. It'll be terrific. Yeah. And I'm gonna make Mexico pay for it. Yeah, I feel like Armageddon is like Trump's plan, like for everything. <laughs> drill and nuke like i mean that's just like his plan um also forrest gump like oh like, like forrest gump, gump too okay sure yeah, there's, like there's room for a sequel yeah you know like because he's kind of a you know hapless idiot uh <laughs> but but like nothing is good you know what i mean like, but, but that's the thing like it's like he is sort of a hapless idiot and like all these awesome things happen to him he's a billionaire like he you know he's got a gorgeous wife he's like you know, it's just everything falls into his lap you can just make the movie where forrest gump gets elected yeah yeah it's that, that, that basically trump being elected is forrest gump too yeah <laughs> that blows my mind the most about trump i'm not saying he's not charismatic i'm not saying he's not a good showman or he's not good at his profession but do you is he intelligent does he strike you as particularly bright i, I look i don't know that he's intelligent in the word like elon musk intelligent but like right. I, I think he's probably he is super cagey wily he's a he's a he is a street smart kind of guy like shrewd yeah, yeah okay i mean he look, okay. he knows he knows what he's doing he's uh, don't like yeah forrest gump is just a joke but like don't make any mistake this is all calculated like none of this was a mistake or or, or an accident you know what i mean it, like like ham said earlier god forbid i defend him but the one thing i do like about him it just like arnold in in true lies uh I'm, I'm gonna use you as a shield and stab that guy with this and then snap his yeah. neck and then he just does all that stuff trump will tell you yeah i'm gonna fuck over the political system just for profit yeah and then do it. And then people are like, ha, 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 oh, shit, you're doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Not only does he do the shit, but he warns you ahead of time. Yeah, you're not going to change it. Well, that's it. what I'm saying. Like, You're going to love it. And that could be the premise of the, the wall movie, <laughs> Six yeah. Sense 2. He told, he told us that, that we were going to love him, even though he was a, an ass to us. He told us that Mexico is going to pay for the wall. And that's exactly what happened. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's telegraphing his moves and no one seems to like, it's like finally, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if any, uh, we don't want to get too political, but like, 
it's like it's like everything is happening and no one it's like it's like that car wreck that you just see happening but you can't do anything you, you won't do anything about it or like something's falling and you're just like watching it falling and like you could just put your hand out and stop it but you don't for some reason it's not really it's, it's just like you you just can't believe it's happening but it's happening and it's gonna happen like i won't be shocked if he becomes the president like yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that guy that's like predicted, like uh, that political science that's pl- scientist that's predicted like every whatever, like for like the last like whatever hundred years, every election has predicted that if Trump gets the nomination, he will win. Oh my God. Like regardless of whether it's Hillary or Bernie. The only shred of hope I can hold on to in that case is that given that he is kind of an insurgent candidate, given that he is not beholden to anyone maybe he will set aside some of the more odious aspects of the Republican platform and do other stupid shit. <laughs> but, you know, we won't have a, an, an eight year battle over abortion and gay rights and, and, you know, all this other stuff, which is, those seem to be the typical Republican. I mean, my, my hope is that he's going to be a Putin because like, uh. or hate, like or hate Putin, he is leading the resurgence of Russia. Like he's, a fucking thug and he just does whatever the fuck he wants to do. And he kills people and he's got crazy policies, but he is, there's no denying that he, he's making, Russia yeah, that he again. is making Russia great. <laughs> exactly. So same thing with Trump. My, like the, I mean, the only like silver lining, if you can even call it that is that he will make, he will make America great again, but at what cost? You know what I mean? Yeah. At the cost of like, you know, half the world charred after the two Putins meet and and duke it out. You know, I I don't necessarily want that. I got to be honest, like Obamacare is not perfect, but I I want some provision for healthcare for people, you know, so you have to have something besides we're going to get rid of it and it'll be terrific. I I need to know more. And my third one, only because I feel like Trump would be like the government in this movie Hmm. um, is E.T., (laughs) <laughs> like, like how the government just like ruthlessly like tracked down this poor little like guy and like you know stuck him in that white chamber and he died like, i feel like that would be like every immigrant under trump <laughs> pretty, pretty much pretty much although although if the immigrants turn white while in captivity trump would then spring them for, oh yeah, well, those are they, the ones then they would be alive <laughs> then they would be alive again they'd be allowed to like go on their way well he, he he's actually said that he would kick out all of the illegal immigrants and then allow certain ones to re-enter. Well, th- what he would do is he'd put them all in these containment things. The ones that turn white could stay. And then yes. there are some. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So Armageddon, E.T. and Forrest Gump, I feel like will be the Trump presidency. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help yeah. us. I think I said that baby, that baby true lies, uh, combo was my last one, but here, this really is my last one. I promise. All right. uh, I want a sequel to they live. Oh yes. Roddy, Roddy Piper. That one is that you're talking about? Yeah. Lost her chance. Well, yeah. Piper is unfortunately not able to act in it, but I mean, we've pretty, that movie's awesome by the way. Like, I, it, I like that it, movie. It's, it's really good. And I'm not, I'm going to stop picking on Trump. I mean, Hillary is awful in her own way. Like I'm not, Really liking her. The fact that these two are all that we have to choose from, or it's looking like, really lends itself to, or really lends a little credence to the thought that there's like some uh, malicious group of aliens controlling everything. And that's the perfect backdrop for They Live too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, here's the thing. Hillary, I would have liked to have seen like instead of Obama, 
you know what I mean? Like we had this conversation before about like, you don't just throw in the wide eyed optimist to the wolves. You know what I mean? You throw in the grizzled veteran who, you know, I mean, like it or not, I mean, Hillary is the most qualified out of everyone. I mean, she's got so much experience in so many different areas. Uh, Not saying I'm a fan of hers either, but like, I would have liked to have seen her eight years ago and see what she could do as opposed to what Obama's done over the last eight years. But, you know, I mean, at this point, I I, I don't know, man. I I don't think there's a good option either way. I'm going to throw my vote away on a third party. (laughs) (laughs) Just vote for Bernie. Yep. Isn't it like Nova Scotia that's offering Americans refugees or a refuge? (laughs) Oh, is it it, it, from the upcoming uh, election? There's there's like some tiny island in in Canada somewhere that they're just some shithole village and they're like, ah, oh, we got plenty of room. Come join us. Yeah, I, I, Any American, as long as Trump gets elected, just I come. I don't care who gets elected. I still ain't going to fucking Canada. Fuck Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Canada's uh, it's all right. Only thing I like about Canada is that movie, the uh, strange movie, Strange Brew. <laughs> Which is fucking even- awesome. I don't even know if I saw that. To oh, be honest man. with you, it's like it's the if you've never it's Dave. That Thomas was the McKenzies, wasn't Martin it? Short. Yeah, the McKenzie brothers, exactly. Dave Thomas and Martin Short. They're these two brothers that get a job in a brewery in uh, in uh, in Canada. It's it's awesome. It's one of the it's one of my top five movies of all time. I, I'm not bashful about admitting that. I have to check that out. I I'm ashamed to say that I'm not familiar. Strange Brew. Spend the two bucks or whatever it is on, <laughs> uh, on it. It's fucking worth It'll change your life. Strange Brew. Okay. I added to the to-do list. Any more guys or you want to uh, call it an episode? We've run for a little bit here. I think we're done. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, folks, speaking of sequels, I will remind you that every week there's another sequel to the Nerd Travaganza podcast and we highly encourage you to... Check us out on iTunes. Give us all of the delegates, as we mentioned, in the form of stars and uh, reviews. Or you can elect Uh, to check us out on Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Nerdstravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Strap on your ice skates and head on over to nerdstravaganza.com and check out this and all of our back episodes take off over to YouTube and watch all of our videos by typing Nerdstravaganza into the handy dandy search bar. Write us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com. Let us know what hosers we are. All strange brew references. (laughs) (laughs) And with all that said, Brian, why don't you take us away with a memorable political quote? Terrific. Terrific. It's all going to be terrific. Unbelievable. Huge. Unbelievable. (laughs) Huge. It's It's going to be huge. There you go. We're going to surround ourselves with the best people. It's going to be terrific. You'll yeah, see. We're going to we're going to make it all up on the back end. I love podcasts. I love them. I love the podcasters. I love the I love the blacks and the podcasters. <laughs> the blacks and the podcasters. <laughs> to our to our black listeners, please understand we're mocking Trump. We we'll see you next you. time. We love you. <laughs> Goodbye.